Welcome to ADHD Crash Course. I titled this episode, Why is Laundry So Difficult for People with ADHD? Now, nothing's universal. I've worked with people who don't find laundry difficult, who even enjoy laundry. The majority of people I work with do not enjoy it and do find it difficult or things like this difficult. And so the question they often come to me with is, why is this so hard? Like this should not be hard. The one thing I've learned in learning how to coach is to assume nothing. The assumption here is that this task is easy or it should be easy. Let's not assume that and let's look at this kind of with a fresh perspective. You can do the same process with any task that's difficult for you, anything that's hard for you. Just kind of try to view it with fresh eyes and see, okay, where is this breaking down? This is kind of where my OT background, my occupational therapy background, and my coaching background merge together in my practice. OTs do a lot of breaking a task down, breaking things down and seeing where it's coming apart. And so you can do this for yourself. I guarantee you, if you find yourself saying, this should not be difficult for me, why is this so difficult for me? There's reasons, there's concrete reasons that it is difficult for you. Yeah, it could be mindset. It could be something very ADHD related, like executive functioning skills. And so we're going to look at laundry and just breaking apart that specific task as an example, but maybe as a, as a specific help for you, if that's something that's hard for you. So number one thing I'm going to look at here, why is laundry so hard is executive functioning skills. Executive functioning skills. If you're not familiar with this group of skills is your get it done skills. And I've done other episodes on executive functioning skills specifically, where we kind of do a deep dive into the list of these skills or, or several of these skills. Looking at task initiation, when you're looking at laundry, you have to start this task like no less than four times, maybe more than four times. You have to initiate collecting all the clothing and putting it into the washer. Then you start the load of laundry, but you can't finish it, right? You, you have time here that you have to wait for this load to wash. And then if you struggle with working memory, you have to remember that you're doing laundry when that's not right in front of you. You're going to probably go do something else unless you just sit there and stare at your washing machine for 30 minutes, which is good. But most of us will go do something else and have to remember, oh, I'm in this process of doing laundry, which may not sound like a big deal. But if you deal with working memory like I do, that will not stay in my mind. I even have the most obnoxious buzzer ever on my washing machine. I didn't choose it. It's just what it comes with. It will still not come to the foreground of my thought if I'm immersed in something else. So you have to remember you're doing that and you have to initiate that task again. You got to take it from the washer to the dryer and dry it. it, but you don't get to finish it then, right? You've got to wait, I don't know, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, however long your dryer takes. If you air dry things, if you go hang them on a line somewhere, you gotta wait for that too. Like this task is not done. You have to remember you're doing it and you have to start it again. Once it is totally dried, once your clothes are totally dried, you gotta start the task again and take them out of that dryer and fold them you could potentially at that point fold them and put them away. If you're like me, you won't. You'll fold them. Um, actually, if you're like me, you'll probably like lay them on a flat surface so they don't wrinkle a table or a bed or something and then just trust that seeing them laid out like that will, will cause you to fold them at some point in the day. So then you would need to start that task again, right? You'd have to see that spread of clothes, start that task again in order to fold it. And then once you fold it, once again, you could put that away immediately. Or if you're like me, it's going to be in a laundry basket 
somewhere and the task of putting that stuff away will have to be initiated again. So each time, each step has to be initiated. There has to be kind of a decision to do this unless you have it on autopilot. And for many of us with ADHD, we don't shift into that autopilot. We're making decisions where other people have autopilot. I think I mentioned this in another podcast recently. My husband and I have double sinks in our bathroom. And so he has a few lights over his sink and I have a few over mine. And the other day he's like, there's light out above my sink and immediately went to go change the light bulb. And I was just looking at him like, whoa, that is task initiation. Like he didn't decide to do that. It just, there's a need. I'm going to do it. I have to make a decision often that I will change the light bulb. Like, and, and I don't decide that often. Like I, I will be down to one light bulb, maybe even like my phone light before I'm like, okay, now I have to change this light bulb. Like in that situation, that task initiation is happening without a lot of friction, without a lot of decision. And many of us with ADHD struggle with this area. Initiating this task is not happening without some friction. And so with a task like laundry, where you're starting, stopping, starting, stopping, making decisions, keeping it in your mind that you're doing it, remembering that you're doing it, it can be hard. So that is just executive functioning skills. And it's just one. I haven't gone into all the skills that could be involved in this. I've just looked at, well, I looked at working memory and I looked at task initiation. I'm not even talking about like your upper echelon uh, laundry skills here, like uh, like ironing or sock matching or whatever, right? Like these are these we're just talking about your bare bones, like get a load of laundry folded and put away. Okay, number two, why laundry might be difficult for someone with ADHD is visual overwhelm. And if you're someone who sees all the things at one time, that can be awesome when it comes to seeing the whole picture, big ideas, inspiration. Many people with ADHD are really good at coming up with ideas and, and getting inspired. Um, it's way less awesome when it comes to looking at a heap or multiple heaps of dirty clothes. You're seeing everything at one time. Your brain isn't necessarily separating out or able to filter out extra information in the situation. So you're just seeing everything and it's very, very visually overwhelming for some of us. And if that's a factor for you, you might lose energy in your day just looking at heaps of unwashed clothing. And so how do we address that? We try to see less. And you can do that conceptually or you can do that physically, like actually see less. And so you can do that conceptually by categorizing. So your brain only sees a category. You know, I'm just going to wash dark colors. I'm only going to wash uh, my work scrubs. I'm just doing towels. That's a way for your brain to kind of shut down the extra if that works for you. But you may be somebody that, that that's not enough, right? Like you need to physically see less. So I'm doing one load of laundry and the rest are going in another room with a closed door where I can't see them. Or you can use the blanket method where you're literally covering your laundry pile with a blanket where you can't see all the clothing and you're just working on whatever's not covered. And I've done that before with people working in, in spaces that are very cluttered if they're just seeing too much and they can't filter it out, just covering things physically with some barrier so they're not trying to filter that out visually as they do a task, which, you know, if your brain does not work like this, this really doesn't seem necessary. And it can seem kind of cumbersome and extra, right? Like it, it, if this is not an issue for you, it is unnecessary and it is extra. 
But if what you're finding is that you're shutting down, seeing less is often really important. No matter if it's laundry or your email or your daily to-dos, seeing less is key for people with ADHD. So number three, we could be jamming you up with something like laundry is black and white thinking. Now this, we go into more of a mentality, but definitely a mentality that a lot of people with ADHD tend to struggle with. You know, it's done and not done. Do you know why laundry and kitchen tasks kill so many of us? Because they're never done. If you catch up on laundry, you have like three and a half minutes of enjoying that before there's a pair of socks or a dish towel or someone's sweatshirt in your line of vision. So we have to have other measures of progress or success when it comes to things like this other than done because it's never done. So get creative about how you can generate that feeling of satisfaction and success for tasks that are are like Groundhog Day tasks. If you're not familiar with that movie... There was a movie called Groundhog Day and this guy woke up every morning in the same day and he just repeated the same day over and over again. These kind of tasks are always like a cycle. They're not done. You're always somewhere in the cycle of completing it. It really helps to find other ways that you can say, yes, I've done this. You know, I've crossed this off. I've, I've accomplished something. Another place where this black and white thinking comes up is really approaching anything you're doing in your life like a right and wrong way to do it. Especially with something like laundry that maybe you've seen done in a certain way or you see most people do in a certain way. Thinking that there is a right and wrong way and insisting on doing it in a way that doesn't necessarily work for you. I honestly am in the point in my life where I don't even buy clothes that need to be ironed. I, I know that I won't. I Or if I had to wear clothes that need to be ironed, I would send it out to be done. My son saw the iron the other day and asked me what it was for. <laughs> I thought, oh, you don't even know what this is for. And my husband irons. He has things that he wants ironed, so he irons for himself, but I don't. And, and that's a way that I've made things easier for myself, right? If it was really important to me that it had a certain kind of clothing that, that needed to be ironed, okay, I'd prioritize that. It's not a priority for me. So it helps to look and see what matters to you, even with a task like laundry. Like, do you, is it important to you that your clothes are clean? Probably right? Wrinkle-free, easy to find. Deciding how you're going to make this task easier for yourself, knowing what you need and prioritizing those things. Like I know for me, I need to see my clothing because I don't really remember what I have. So I really like like an approach like the Marie Kondo did this cute little tent folding, but I know me and I'm not going to do that. So I, I do camping roll a lot of times where you kind of roll the shirt so it doesn't wrinkle, but you can still see what it is. And it's, for me, it works for now, right? Like it works for now. One of my daughters has hooks so she can hang her clothes instead of folding them. It helps her to know what she's going to wear and not be as overwhelmed. And it just cuts down on some element of friction that task. She doesn't want to fold a lot of things. You know, you could sit there and say, well, I should fold clothes and they should be in the drawers. And you can should yourself about this and insist that it's done in a way that is more typical or you try to find ways that work for you that are easier. I've had clients use those cubby shelf systems and just put clothes there. So they're kind of contained, but they can see them because the drawers just aren't working for them. When you look at yourself and try to see, okay, what's important to me and how can I make this easier so it gets done? So when we're looking at like this black and white thinking, we wanna get away from this right and wrong way to approach certain things and just see what is actually working for you. There are no laundry awards. There is no laundry police. We're finding what's functional and easiest for you. Number four is habits. You know, maybe you lack habits around doing laundry and you just don't think of it. That means you're always deciding when it's time to do laundry. Whenever we make decisions, we burn energy. It's that task initiation. It's that prioritization. It's an energy burn. 
Now, I will say personally, I don't have habits around laundry at this phase in my life. I'm very careful with myself not to overuse habits in my day because I save those for my most important things, my highest priorities. I do that because I'm a little habit aversive, right? Like a lot of people, I think, with ADHD. I don't like life with too many habits, but I do need a certain core amount of them so I don't have to work so hard. And so that's that balance for me is deciding what things are important enough to make habits. And laundry at this phase of my life is is not one of those. I can keep on top of my laundry without it being a habit. It, that could be partially because everyone in my house does their own laundry now. So it's, a, it's not six people's clothing. That might be different if I was doing all the laundry for six people. I think I shrunk several loads of Clint's laundry and turned one load pink uh, when we used to switch off on who did laundry when we first got married. And then we both decided that it would be just be better if we did our own laundry. And then with my kids... I saw my daughter trying on clothes and throwing them in the hamper so she didn't have to hang them up. And I was like, okay, you punks are doing your own laundry now. And so now I, I only do my clothing and the five of them do theirs. And so since I only wash my clothes, it doesn't become this huge visual assault for me when clothes pile up in the hamper. Your situation might be different. This might be somewhere that using a habit here makes it easier for you to do this. I did a whole episode on on building habits and how to make that easier and how to make that more ADHD friendly. So if you need extra habit help, that was, I don't remember what episode that was, but it was pretty early on. It was one of the lower number episodes. So you can see, even though we have these ideas that something like doing laundry should be easy for us, it's not necessarily easy for some really measurable reasons. I'm not just pulling these out of the air. These challenges are ones that research has demonstrated are common with ADHD brains. So working with our brains is part art and part science. We have the science. We know areas already that are challenging for many with ADHD. I don't think there's any research specifically on laundry, right? But that is where we get to the art part of this. Knowing what's hard for us and figuring out how we can make this easier. The art is how we use this information to change our environment or change the task or change our expectations so we can stop saying, I should be able to do this. And we can start saying, this is what doing this looks like for me. Okay, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. For those of you who are interested in learning more about working with me, either as an individual coach or in my group coaching program, I have all that information on my website, www.theadhdclaritycoach.com. You can reach out to me there through the contact form. And as always, if this podcast is helpful and you think it'd be helpful to someone else, please share the podcast and pass it along. 